0: mm
1: and we're back third time lucky mate we'll see what happens Uh. (laughs) so for those for the listeners out there uh g'day and welcome for the second time today to our interview with pat proctor you won't know it but pat and i have already done half of the interview already except i was recording onto uh a program on the ipad and it decided not to record so so how was that interview pat that was pretty good wasn't it mate
0: yeah, it was. We'll see if we can do the second one better. Yeah,
1: that's exactly <laughs> it. All right, well, welcome everybody, and thank you, and welcome to the Cigar Box Guitar Builder Podcast. This is Adam Harrison from Birdwood Guitars, and today, as you heard me say, uh, I am joined by the wonderful and fantastic Pat Proctor from Proctor Guitars. And that's the name of your guitars, isn't it, Pat? Yeah,
0: that's
1: what I put on the neck. <laughs> it. It's a bit deja vu, isn't it, mate? <laughs> 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 Coming back at you. So, now for everybody out there, Pat actually lives out in Western Australia, which uh, for the rest of the world, I'm on the East Coast, he's on the West Coast. And uh, it's uh, it's it's a long way away, mate, over in WA. Yeah, it must be about 3,500 Ks to Melbourne, so it must be getting on 4 8 to, um, to
0: Sydney.
1: Yeah, so it's a, it's a she's a fair way away, mate. But uh, and um, are you, you're you're near the beach, or Inland, mate.
0: Uh, I'm sort
1: of inland, bit about twenty minutes from the beach. Oh, my, nice, mate, nice. So that that it's nice weather for building guitars.
0: Oh yeah, well, in the hot weather in the summer, you get the um, the Fremantle Doctor that comes through in the afternoon, so you get a nice sort of cool breeze blowing through. So it's not too bad, because I'm sort of. I'm out. I'm out the back, sort of under a veranda type thing, or, I, or I've got a sort of an enclosed shed, and then outside the shed is um, like a big porch, you know. Yep. Big verandah. That's where I keep all my equipment outside because I never fit in this little shed. Yeah. Well, and I'm... it's all out. Yeah. You know? So you get a breeze blowing through. Otherwise, in, in a tin shed over here, you just cook unless you had air conditioning, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, well I was thinking over here. Um... I've got a little kind of a little shed out the front, and you know I've kind of I've been collecting guitars. I build my own, obviously, you know, to you know to sell, but um, I also collect uh, a lot of Tesco guitars. I can't seem to stop right. myself getting them because they've just got you know they've just got such you know an interesting kind of um, it's just an interesting thing about them. You know, they're all quirky and they're all mental, and you know I just got it like an SG, one that's shaped like an SG, and it's got like a. Um, yep. Yeah, it's just got a little single coil pickup on it, and a volume and a tone on the front, and uh, and it's got like a like a dodgy strap headstock on it. You know, that's the way they were made. It's like a student guitar, you know. But I plugged it in a couple of nights ago when I first got it. Apart from a dodgy, um, apart from a dodgy uh, uh, output jack which needs to be repaired, um, man, the sound it just sounded incredible. But anyway, sorry, I'm off the point, but. I'm about the same, mate, you know, it's just the idea of putting putting guitars in a shed through summer even here, um, you know, they'll cook. I just, you know, they'll, you'll end up with warped timbers and all sorts of things like that. So, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to convince myself to do it, but at the same time, I'm thinking, now nah, if you get that 40 to 46 degree heat Celsius, you know, that is for people overseas, it's uh, it's a bit of a killer. So you're- uh, Yeah, that's my good- yeah. So, your guitars mate that 's the reason we 're calling you today because you know a, a few months ago because you 're a member of our podcast, and uh, a few months ago i uh, I, I saw oh, I must be a little longer than that it might be about a year ago, maybe or something like that but I saw one of your guitars for the first time, and I was absolutely blown away and um, the term that I kind of come up with and i and, and I apologize for the, you know all of the you know the the people that work with timber out there and actually know what they 're doing um, the the term I think is parquetry that comes to mind. I mean, is that the is that the kind of thing that you're doing at the moment with your guitars?
0: Yeah, well, I do that with some of them. You know, there's some I do. I do it a few different ways, but um, it's basically yeah, just cutting all the pieces and putting them all together. You know, absolutely. That's... And that makes
1: me <laughs> sounds like actually sounds like work, mate. <laughs>
0: it's pretty relaxing you know once you've set up your saw because i cut everything on the table saw yeah and once you make your jigs up and everything and once you've got your jig set up and all your angles right and everything you just just buzz off all the pieces you know yeah and then they all just fit together. <laughs> we should <laughs> just a matter of them all together. <laughs> we should,
1: we should get a video from you sometime. Well, look, mate, let's 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 go back because I, I, I'm very interested in, in finding out about how you actually discovered cigar box guitars. I suppose first, it's probably was the, I wouldn't call what you do necessarily with with those those types of guitars that you've been building. I wouldn't necessarily call them cigar box guitars because well they're not, but. I think for the sake of I think for the sake of simplicity today we'll you know if you're okay with that we'll refer to them as you know cigar box guitars or because I, I, as you were saying it they're not the only type of of you know of instrument that you're actually building but um let's go back, mate, and find out how did you uh how did you actually get into it uh,
0: with shane souls i'm a friend of Shane Soles, and um I was making like uh Picture frames at one stage, and then I was making cutting boards with the three D designs and everything. And um, Shane kept saying to me, "Why don't you? Why don't you make guitars? They look really good as guitars." And I said, "Well, you can't really use end grain in these designs for um, guitars, you know, to make boxes, you know." And then I worked out a way to do it, you know. So then I started doing it. Started making them. Yeah, Anyway, we- <laughs> If you make a box and you put a cigar in it for 24 hours, then technically
1: it's a cigar box. <laughs> well, this, that is true. And it has to be 24 hours. It can't be any less. If it's any less, it's only... It's, it's not... We wouldn't even call it a cigarette packet. I've
0: used cigar boxes before, you know. I've made them out of cigar boxes. I've got a, I've got a few diddly-bos here made out of cigar boxes, you know. I've got a pile of cigar boxes, you know. but um. um <laughs> They just don't seem to be the right sizes. Yeah. I got one
1: off Mark one, one uh, a couple of weeks back, actually, and I've, uh, that, that's the right size. I've, I've made a neck for that, but I haven't put it together yet. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. So, can I ask? But can I, I ask how did how did you get how did you meet Shane? Because I mean, you're, you've been over in WA for a long time, or how did you actually get find Shane? Shane used
0: to live with us, in, when I lived in
1: Melbourne. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, so. so...
0: From the country, and um, he got a job. His apprenticeship as a, when he started his apprenticeship in Melbourne as a jeweller. He was boarding at our place, so he bought there for four or five years. You know, so we we lived together.
1: That's a small world, mate.
0: Yeah, and then then we sort of, when he's finished his apprenticeship, he went back to Trelgan type of thing, and then we sort of went our separate ways, and then.
1: Thirty years later, again we caught up again. That's funny, isn't it, mate? Isn't it? Jeez, he's a character. He's an absolute character, yeah, mate. Uh, <laughs> I was I was
0: in um Melbourne oh, last what was it like oh, earlier earlier this year actually. I went and seen him in January, yeah. February. Yeah, yeah I went over there and stayed a couple of nights with him.
1: Yeah, are you gonna are you gonna manage to get over to the um to the festival that he's putting on in Yakandanda?
0: No, I won't be able to. Won't be able to,
1: I've got my parents coming over here in the next couple of weeks. All right. Yeah. Now, I'm not, unfortunately, I'd love to make it, but unfortunately for me, because I'm a teacher, it's right in the middle of, it's going to be right in the middle of report time. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah, it'll be a well, well, time up
1: there. It'd be great. It'd be good to go. Oh, it will be a corker, mate. They got a they got a big crowd going up there. I thought it was well, big group of people. It's just it's you got you know um, Nigel McTrustry's going along apparently. Nigel's
0: going up there. That'll
1: be good. Would have been good to meet him. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a t- he's a top bloke, mate. He absolutely top guy. Just uh, a very very easy going.
0: Yeah, I love his videos.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, uh, and Pat, uh, the other Pat Curly, mate. <laughs> Pat Curly's another guy that just blows me away. He had a video just recently of, um, was it Little Red Rooster? He just put, you put a bit, Pat Curly, yeah, he put a video up just recently of, um, I think it was Little Red Rooster he might have been doing. It. Jeez, mate, he just, he blew the top off just with a three-string fretless cigar box guitar, and off he goes, mate. And i tell you what, that guy, it's, he's just amazing. It's just, they blow me away. You know, i sit there and I'll, I'll, I'll no, no, i like making so- and then,
0: and then get, i'm over here in perth and you'll be surprised that the number of people have never seen a three-string cigar box guitar Isn't that they come up to me and they ask what is it does it work <laughs> does it play is it a radio you know? <laughs> 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 Because
1: it actually works, you know. Yeah, well, do you do, do, you do markets?
0: Because I make all, all, my, all my guitars are 25 and a half inch. I make them all 25 and a half
1: inch. Yeah, yeah. Do you like just that extra that extra string tension with the... Because I do everything at 25. I prefer not to go below that. So I'm, I'm quite comfortable with the 25. But 25 and a half, you like that extra tension on the string?
0: I don't know. Just I've always just got
1: the same scale as a fender, I suppose, and that's where all I've ever used. That makes sense. Makes absolute sense. If Leo used it, you can use it.
0: Leo, <laughs> yeah,
1: So as like me can't play either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah. It's it's. I think that's one of the that's one of the 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 things about you know being a being a, a builder. You know, a builder first and a player second. It seems there's a lot of people. A lot of people either, you know, are, are are players, you know, or you know, or they're a builder, you know. And you know, then there's people like, you know, Nigel McTrustry who who kind of who balance that out. They kind of they're just as good a player as they are a builder. You know, and uh and uh I think John Nicol in the States, you know, for example, and Shane Spiel, those guys where they're just they're performers as well, but they're also builders, they can do both. Whereas you know, I I put me in front of a crowd of people, and I just I'd be packing it, mate. You know, it's just uh one of the guys here in, in the Blue Mountains was saying to me, you know, I've oh, got a you know we got a blues night that's happening, you know, at the local. You know, we'd love you to come along and you know play one of your guitars and stuff like that. And the first thing I thought was, oh shit, I'm gonna have to play in front of people. Oh no, you know. <laughs>
0: you play
1: not too bad i have listening to you You're all right oh mate you know it's 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 always it's been my curse you know from you know from from the day i was born you know it's it's i don't know it's it's always been a case of like i can get into the markets and do the markets and stuff and play in front of people there and i'm not really performing i'm just kind of demonstrating the product you know yeah. and you know i'll just do a couple of things but ask me to kind of sing a song or, or I don't know. It's it's just one of those funny things. I think it's something that I've got to change my mindset on. You know, that's I, being a teacher. We're all about changing mindsets and getting the kids to you know to 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 challenge themselves and stuff. And you know, and of course, I don't do it myself. I should. You know, I, I get up there and because the wife says the same thing. Oh, you know, that sounded really good. And I said, oh, really? Did it? You know. So I've, I'm, I'm my own worst enemy. I think. You know, at the end of the day. But the, you know, the oh, pe- I that. yeah. <laughs>
0: I do that at the markets, you know, like I'll be sitting, at, so I go to the markets every Sunday yeah. and uh, have a little doll, you know, usually have four or five guitars, you know, yeah. and um, I get people come up and ask questions about them, things like that, and then they say that work, can you play something, and so I strum out a bit of a tune here and there, you know, yeah. like, just to know it, you know, yeah. and yeah. Um, <laughs> i say to some people, "Do you play?" And they go, "Oh, I've never played one of them, but I can play a six string." And I'll say, "Oh, well, we can get you out of that, you know." But yeah. they have a go, you know. And they pick it up and they play it like they've owned it for years. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they just pulling me away? Some people, you know, yeah. <laughs> they're incredible.
1: Well, I'm a bit, I I'm a bit like that, mate. You know, with the markets, and I I don't do a lot of markets at the moment. I was doing them about a year or so ago. I was going crazy with them, but I I cut back. You know, basically, it was either I can either go to the markets and do stuff like that, or I can, you know, or I can I can build guitars. And at the moment, it's just so busy here with the guitars and stuff. I just don't have the time. Like the idea of actually taking six hours out on a weekend, it's just it's it's just a little bit crazy. It's very hard to, to you know to try and do, but um. No, it's you know there's there's people out here like in 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 the western suburbs of Sydney like Matt Charnley, you know was the same way you know he said oh you know I said would you be interested in playing a cigar box guitar and he said oh, I'd never played one you know and and he, he ended up playing a, a another mate you know a mate of mine who's in Orca band he's in a band out here called Orca band and he played uh, he played Tiny's one the one Tiny was one of my very first customers when I did um, a big festival in 2014 you know. And he uh, he played Tiny's CBG, and he, he just played it like he'd been playing it for 100 years. I'm so just looking at him playing it, going, You son of a gun, you know, I can't, how can you play it like that? You know, if. Yeah, people do that, they just pick them up and they just start
0: playing them, and, and like, and it's unbelievable. Well, my son plays guitar, but he, he plays bass usually, but he can play acoustic as well, one of them can. And
1: and he picks it up and yeah, you know, it takes him about five minutes to work out, yeah, you know, the chords and then he's off and he just starts playing. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's maddening, isn't it? You you look at him and Oh, fair go, come on. <laughs> but I suppose practice makes perfect. <laughs> practice makes perfect, mate. You know, yeah. that's that's the end of the day. So I was having a little look on your um on your Facebook page, mate, and one of the guitars that, that you've just finished recently was a Ned Kelly. Uh, a Ned Kelly build. Uh,
0: you tell us a little bit about... Sorry? I finished that this morning. I finished it yesterday, but I had to set it all up today. That's all, you know, just like I had it all together. I just had that this morning. I just soldered it all up, you know, soldered all the everything together and put the strings on it and annotated it. Yeah. You
1: know? So can you tell that us a bit about getting... that? Can you tell us a bit about that that guitar? Because the neck on it is uh, the neck on it's a corker. How many pieces of laminate have you used?
0: Um, all my necks are laminated the same. I, I've never used a straight piece of wood. Yeah. And what, what every build I've made, all laminated. What, I use um, chestnut, jarrah, and maple.
1: Beautiful. That's lovely and strong.
0: There's five pieces of wood. Five pieces of um, in in the laminate. So five five laminate. So, where did mate? i have gonna
1: ask you. Where did you find? Where did you find out about your woodwork? Where did where did you get your woodworking skills?
0: I don't know. I just just do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, you just do
1: it. <laughs> God bless you, mate. That's it. <laughs> hey, I just woke up one morning, and decided to slap some wood together, and look what I made. <laughs> yeah, so I, started, I
0: started making picture frames, and then I progressed went to cutting boards and then i went
1: to guitars yeah. <laughs> so you, you so you don't actually have like a you know like a woodworking background like mark wilmot when i first when i first met mark I was chatting to mark you know mark said i said you know where where would you learn to do your do your you know your timber work and all that sort of stuff because we're talking about his laminated necks he said oh you know i'm a carpenter by trade you know and there's a lot of these a lot of these um you know the the carpenters out there you know and joiners and all that sort of all that sort of stuff and they they kind of take on guitar building or you know, in our case, cigar box guitars and things like that. You know, so you've actually just, you've just basically learnt yourself. You've got the tools and decided, well, I'm just going to teach myself how to do it.
0: Yeah. A lot um, of us... Mis- yeah. Well, when I, when I bought my
1: router,
0: I'd never used one before. Yeah. And now I use it every day, you know. Like, yeah. I don't know how I got on about it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's right a, this,
1: right yeah, there's a bloke called Pat Keegan out there, and he's um I think he's from down kind of South Sydney way or down like down near the, the beaches down there or wherever, and um he he's kind of he's he's another one of those blokes that just amazes me. He builds six string guitars, and um yeah, and he's he's just incredible because he 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 builds these instruments, and he uses a lot of reclaimed timbers. He does mostly like strats and teles and things like that, but again he he just he he 's just one of those guys he can put it, he put everything together, you know, and uh it just amazes me with the you know with all of the necks and things like that and i 'm starting to get back into six strings now and i I put a picture up this morning on youtube and uh and Mark Wilmot sent me a question he's because it 's a four string that i 'm doing, but i 'm doing it like on a Tesco body and uh like my yeah. own you know the my own body that i'm, I'm, I'm i've done up that's kind of a bit like a Tesco. And he said, oh, "I was it going to be a straight neck or a tapered neck?" And I said, "Oh, well, I'm going to do a I'm going to do a straight neck." And he said, uh, he sent back another message, and he goes, "Um, I said on the six strings that I'll that I will do, I'll do of course a tapered neck. I'll do a standard kind of shape." And he said to me, uh, he said, is it, "Is it is it just is it just easier to to route the pocket?" And I said, "Well, no." I said, "To be honest with you, because I've done six strings before." I said I find it just as easy to tape for a six-string neck or a, or a, you know, a, you know, for a tapered neck or a straight neck. I said, but the bloody router just scares the crap out of me. <laughs> it still does, you know. But maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you tape, you taper all of your necks. Are you doing three strings or four strings? Three strings and four strings. So you do both. Yeah, lovely. And pickups. What are you using at the yeah. moment? I think you're using marks, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I've got marks. I've got a, I've got a bunch of marks here, I use them on the um on the nice boxes and everything that I make. But these, these sign ones, these bar sign ones that I make to take to the markets, so I just use um them humbuckers like them snake oil things, you know. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Are you putting them through with volume and tone, or straight through to jack?
0: Volume tone. Yeah. Volume tone. They're all grounded, everything, you know.
1: Yep. Yeah. So- what uh, can I ask? What pa- what power cap capacity you're using on your on your tone? Because it's a single coil. Or for I'm using at the moment. I'm using single coil for single and the humbuckers. I'm actually using the like the 0.22s. 0.2 and I mean I quite like those. But I always like the idea of kind of experimenting and uh, and doing something different. What are you using at the moment?
0: Yeah, on the humbuckers I use forty-seven, yeah, right? forty-seven US on the humbuckers, and I've have used all different ones. I had them Russian ones for a while, you know, paper and oil and whatever, oh, yeah. and uh, the the PEPTs and you know all that sort of thing. I've got a bunch of them somewhere. you yeah. know.
1: did you find yeah, any
0: difference? I just use them. No, some of them I do. The Russian ones really made a difference to the tone. Yeah, you know? the tone was incredible. Yeah, you know, like with the Russian caps that I was using and um, but I can't get them anymore and then I've used the orange drops right and I don't find much I don't find they make a lot of difference really compared to what I'm using these little green ones you know are oh, they the ones
1: yeah. from Mark the little green ones from Mark
0: No, I get them uh, just buy 50 at a time from off eBay in yeah. China somewhere yeah you know?
1: I just I just found that they, yes, it's a funny thing, you know, because I have used the orange drops. I've been I've been getting the orange drops from a pretty good pretty good supplier, and it's it's yeah. one of those funny things that you know it's they're more expensive than the little green ones, but um, I've just found the little green ones have been great. I just you know I've just been ordering those, yeah, and they no
0: issue. Yeah, but I, I put
1: them in with the humbuckers on the
0: single coils. I I um, use twenty two twenty two ufs on yeah. them. And
1: forty sevens on the humbuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've been using the twenty twos on you know to be honest with you on on all of them, and I I, I just get a nice roll off, and the green ones have been great. But I've I've been thinking about changing going to the forty going to the forty sevens for the humbuckers myself. But it's, um it's nice to get yeah, those changes. Humbuckers.
0: Sorry. You know, they, they, yeah, the forty sevens I think are better on the humbuckers. Yeah. I
1: reckon anyway yeah well some people yeah some people have said that that's why i want to try and give it a go. Another thing that I did hear, which which is rather interesting is the thought that um even if you're using humbucking pickups if you use a if you use a five hundred for the five hundred k for the uh for the volume but use a two fifty yeah. yeah but use a two fifty for the um use a two fifty for the uh for the for the tone control. Right. And yeah, it's just so someone's been I played around with that one, so I found that was rather nice. It just it gave a nice smooth kind of roll off and um but that's just it's just usually I stick with the usually I stick with the five usually I stick with the five hundreds pretty much. I just put them through uh whether it's a PZO I'm using or it's you know, it's it's mostly it's mostly been five hundreds. I tried to, I tried the two fifties and I thought, eh. They're all right, but it's just, you know, I'm a bit simple. I just find, uh, what do I need? Yeah, I need, ton- I, yeah. need five- I need pots. I just order 500s. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I use the 500s on um, all these humbuckers uh, with um, the CTS
0: pots that I use with Mark's
1: yeah. pickups. I use the 250Ks on them. Yeah, yeah. night, have you found a good, uh, found that that, that that works really well with those? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, look, I, I I've got the CTS. I use the CTS on all of my like the premium premium guitars that I do and the and the Switchcraft output jacks. Um yeah. But, but yeah, I kinda stick with the I stick with the five hundreds, so I don't know. It's just it's just always I suppose if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I suppose. It's just and I'm a bit of a creature of habit, I tended to stick with that. But I suppose the nice thing about it is that a guitar that's set up with the 500s as opposed to a guitar that's set up with the 250s, they're going to sound a little bit different. So it's nice to have a little bit of variety out there, isn't it? Oh, well, that's right.
0: There you, you go. Know, whatever floats
1: your boat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly it, mate. That's exactly it. So At
0: the end of the day, it's got to, it's got to sound good, you know?
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and,
0: and,
1: and I do. Now, I'm going to say gonna this just... Sorry, mate. You go again. It says we're a bit we're a bit wobbly on the. Just just for the listeners out there, we're um. This is I'm having some tech. It's not Pat's fault, mate. It's just uh, it's I'm having the technical difficulties today, unfortunately, because uh, for for reasons for reasons that. That just happened, I ended up with the uh, being on the mobile being on the mobile phone and and having to do the recording on the ipad and and basically the iPad decided it didn't want to record, so we ended up instead of using a nice clear signal for the um for the mobile phone, we ended up using the um having to use messenger, which was unfortunate because it's it's it just it makes pat's voice a little bit wobbly so pat doesn't normally sound as wobbly as that i just want to put that put that point out there for all, everyone who's uh who's listening um it's we are a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we are a little garbled so please please uh i apologize to the listeners for that but um but but that's uh, i suppose that unfortunately it's it's just the way it uh it's just the way it goes but um what, what's the uh, what's the next step for you, mate? You said you were looking at building um, six string guitars. You said, and you've got a six string on the go. So what's 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 going to happen with that one? What, do, what are you planning on? I've
0: never done a six string. I've never I haven't even looked at a six string
1: yet. No, oh, it's a solid body. You were saying. Sorry.
0: Solid well, body. I've been. I've I got I got the wood for a solid body and I've had it sitting here for ages. Yeah, you know, and then I've drawn it up a plan ages ago that I was gonna cut out and do. But that's as far as it's got.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so what what kind of shape and what I've kind done. of shape what kind of shape were you thinking of?
0: Oh no, just a guitar shape.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a random just anything that comes to mind. That's the thing I love about it, mate, you know? That's the thing, and that's the thing I love about doing the four strings as as a, um, you know, as a solid body because you, it really comes down to the fact that there are no rules with these little guitars, and one of the things that I absolutely love is yeah, but you know, with the solid bodies, you can do anything. You can just do a random, like a random shape, you know, and go okay, well that's it, you know, that's that's what I why not you could do a star shape if you wanted to with them you could do you know you, god you could do just an oval or a circle or you, you know stick with i'm actually considering i've got a couple of beautiful bits of wood here from um uh from, from a, a very very kind person who sent me some beautiful pieces of timber and um and i one from crazy um yes yes and I, was jealous when
0: seen that. <laughs> I
1: i've got some I've got some beautiful pieces, and one of the things that I've been doing is just holding off because i just i want to do something really special with it i don't i don't want to do um i don't want to waste it you know what i mean so i'm a little bit i'm a little bit paranoid about it I must admit I probably should just dive into it and just just use it but i i've been and i've got some zebra wood there, and I've got some beautiful tassie black wood and you know and it's just it's all yeah. these beautiful luscious you know if you could eat it you would you know it's it's just the most beautiful pieces of wood and um i've yeah, just that's a,
0: that's
1: yeah, yeah i've just know, held like off that. for a okay. just held off for a little bit you know just just waiting but um at the moment believe it or not i'm actually playing around with ply It's you know i'm, I'm,
0: yeah, I'm yeah.
1: It's, well, it's because I'm a Tesco fan, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, I figured if they could do it in the 60s and I've got guitar, and they sound brilliant. I thought, why the hell not? Okay. I'll, I'll give it a shot. So I'll practice on these ones first. I'm doing a few of these on the with the ply now. And, you know, and then if I like the way it feels and all that sort of stuff, I'll, you know, then I'll kind of move it and I'll, I've got that lovely wood and I'm going to use it, you know, I'm going to use it really nice. But I'm kind of practicing a little bit on these. But... um you know that's the thing you know you can just you can you can just use this stuff and and do whatever you you know do whatever you want with it with and that's what i love about cigar box guitars mate
0: yeah you just got to make up um a template out of your quarter inch mdf and then stick it on the wood and then cut it out and then run your um right around it
1: yeah well that's that's it you know and i've um I've got a, uh, I've got it. One of my favourite prizes is um, is actually an oscillating spindle sander. I've got it about a got it about a year ago, and I just, you know, I've I've been using it like just absolutely full on, just doing all the templates and and smoothing the sides down. Oh mate, it's like freaking Christmas down here at Birdwood Guitars. I'm telling you, I've got all the tools out and you know other things that I don't normally use for the cigar box guitars that I do. Um, But now it's just like, oh, yeah, what can I do with that? And where can I take that? And, you know, probably the big thing I love is just try and, you know, try something a bit different. That's all, you know. I
0: missed that. My phone started ringing. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: probably Shane. No,
0: it was his son, actually.
1: (laughs) So... Pat, what we might do, mate, is when we when we kind of, you know, when we finish up, I usually like to ask a couple of questions, um, yep. you know. And the first one, I suppose, would be for people out there... Now, you know, how long have you been building the cigar box Guitars for now, mate? A uh,
0: couple of years now.
1: Good couple of years now, mate. Now, so for someone who's just kind of getting into it now and someone who's kind of stumbled across the podcast, you know, um, for those people... What, what would you suggest? What's your kind of, you know, what's your kind of suggestion for people who are just getting into this uh, as far as, a, a, you know, a tip? Um, uh, let's see. A tip for
0: someone who's making them. Uh, you know, get a cigar box, I suppose. If you can get a, get a cigar box, try and stick to the ones that are around about 10 inch by 8 inch. That's what sizes i make my boxes or you can make your own box 10 inch by 8 inch it's about 250 mil by 100 or 190 round about yeah that's the size i sort of use as a standard type of thing and double up on the on the neck as it goes through the box keep it strong laminated if you can and if you can't just use a straight but try and keep it, you know, find a straight bits of wood anyway. should yeah. be pretty right. Do you remember a while back they were selling them things at um, Aldi's and Red Dot, you know, these um, blues cigar box guitar things in a box, you know, comes with the TV and everything. Did you, did you just ever come across them?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've got one. <laughs> when they first, yeah. Yeah, when they, yeah, when they first came out, when they first came out, um, I thought, oh, look, I'll, um, I'll give it a, I'll give it a go. You know, I thought, I just thought, what's, you know, it's a Chinese made cigar box guitar. I was curious about it. I think, um, uh, who was it? Big W. Big W was selling them at the time. And I thought, uh, look, I'll I'll get one and I'll just kind of check it out and see what, what, you know, see what China's up to, basically. And uh, I had it sitting there and, you know, well, it worked. Didn't sound any good, but it worked. Um, and then a little while later, my son, who's uh, you know, my son, who's who's only at the time he was he was um, he was seven, and uh, he was building his own little little two string cigar box guitar, and he put his own frets on, and he you know he glued on bamboo for frets and things like that, and you know he didn't measure it up, he just wanted to make it. So he, and I said, do you want me to me- measure the frets for you? No, 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 Dan, I'll just do it myself. All right, just go and do it. So he finished it, you know, and I had I had them both sitting there and I took a photo of them and I put them on Facebook and stuff like that. And I said to him, I, I said, well, look, do you want the other one too? Do you want the... And he said, no, Dad. He said, I'll stick with mine. <laughs> so I thought... <don't> <laughs> How did you find that
0: Chinese one,
1: whatever? Uh, awful. <laughs> oh, look, you know what? At, at the end of the day, for someone, I think for someone who who stumbles across it or wants to buy one for their kid, um, you know, they're, they're, for the average person in the street, they, you know, they're not going to they are not gonna probably know to... They won't even probably know that cigar box guitars exist or that Roots Instrument is, yeah. instruments exist. They probably just came across it in the shop, had a look at it, uh, and it said, you know... I don't even know if it says cigar box guitar. I might just say box guitar or something like that. Blues box guitar, I think they called
0: it. Or something yeah like, whatever you know off but, and
1: the and everything nah. yeah but I uh but I always I was always ha- had the feeling that you know what it's out there and if some kid comes across it or someone comes across it finds it in a shop they buy it they go you know this is a bit of fun but it's crap <laughs> you yeah. know I might do a little research and find out And that's when they come to you. That's when they go to me. That's when they go to, you know, Nigel McTrustry and your Shane Soul. And and that's where they find us. And they go, you know, oh, well, I want something a bit better than that. You know, and let's be honest, it's it's not hard to find something a bit better than that. But it's a starter, isn't it? You know, so I, I say go for it. You know put them out there and then get people to 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 start it's like the little cheapy ones the little cheapy six strings you find at target you know the little they think they're seventy nine bucks or something like that for a three quarter scale guitar you know and you know and they're they're almost unplayable they're horrible the action's awful and the sound's awful and you know but but it's a start for someone I don't know I'm all right with it how did you feel how did you feel?
0: Oh, no, I've just heard of people that they don't stay in tune, you know, and they're, they're just hopeless, you know, but anyway. But, well, like I was yeah, people that want to start building their own, you know, like get a straight piece of wood that's going to stay straight, you know, yep. and um, take your time and enjoy building it. Yeah, There's no
1: rules. That's it. And it's, and the big thing is, guys, people out there, there's no rush. You know, it's... it's that's right. That's, no, yeah. Take your time.
0: Yeah, and... It's but, uh, I don't pump cars out, eh? No. Yeah, I'm not a factory or anything, you no. know. Just, i just make one at a time and, you know, and I enjoy building them, you yeah. Yeah,
1: and, and uh, it's kind of it's a kind of the thing I must admit from my point of view, it is a little bit of the thing that I, I miss a little bit in that um I don't know, because you know I'm, I'm as I said before, I'm a, you know, I'm a full time teacher, so I don't get a lot of time in the shop. Um, and I, it's, it's one of those things where I'm, obviously, I'm trying to make this business take over from what I'm doing with teaching. And the only way to do it is just to basically work, 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 work. And it, I think for a, couple of, you know, for a couple of weeks back there, it started feeling like this was becoming a job. And that's one of the reasons why I kind of... Uh, I'm very happy at the moment because a couple of my customers have, have come back to me and said, Oh, look, you know, I've got these beautiful old... Um, Beautiful old uh, number plates, Can you, and I really want, you know, a, a number plate guitar. And uh, one of the guys was saying to me, "He's." Um, I opened the the number plate yesterday, and I sent him a message saying, "Oh, look, I've got it, and I found it, and it's beautiful. It's this, it's this number plate that comes from the states, and uh, it it belonged to uh, the wife of a really, really, really close friend of this 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 customer of mine, and it's so. There's a lot of sentimental value behind the number plate." Um, and on the number plate, uh, on the very left-hand side of it, and it takes up about it takes up about a quarter of the size of the number plate is this horny toad, which is a which is a um, a lizard, like very similar in a way looking in in a way to our um, uh, what do you call it the uh, the the water dragon, you know, but it's even spikier, and he's, and it's just this beautiful picture of this, and it's the, the number plate's all beat up, you know, it's quite beat up. And he said, "If he said, "I know the bridge is going to have to go over the horny toe, but is there any way we can save it?" So, and and I'm in a similar situation with the, with the other customer who's also sent me his number plate. Whereas the pickups, we're using two humbuckers on the pickups, like real powerful humbuckers, and um, and I've got to try and figure out I've got to try and figure out where I can put the humbuckers without ruining you know, without ruining the pickup, without ruining the um, the, the number plate. So now, all of yeah, a sudden, I've got, I've got this challenge. Yeah,
0: a guy come to me with a number plate, he didn't want anything marked on it, he didn't want any holes drilled in it, so I just put a piezo <laughs> in it. <Yeah. laughs> that's it, that's <laughs> it. Under the and I just put a floating bridge on it and the piezo underneath and he was
1: happy as. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. No, That. look, I, I, I love that. And the thing that's interesting is that usually, I think I've only built about four or five um, number plate guitars, you know, and I've, I've, I've built a bucket load of instruments, you know, And but I've only built about four or five of these. And so for me now, I've, I've, I've kind of got that... Um, i got that challenge, i got that spark back all of a sudden, you know, because I kind of was <laughs> building the same guitars over and over with with the orders yeah. that I've been getting. Um, and as much as I, I absolutely love building them, it was starting to feel like a job, you know, it, which is not the reason yeah, I got yeah, into doing I, this.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I so... I enjoy
0: making my own boxes, you know, like... Rather than just getting a cigar box, you know, like, and then sticking a lump of wood through it, I I really enjoy making my own boxes, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I make them the same size cigar box anyway, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Then go shopping for the signs and whatever, and them signs, they come there 200 by 300 when you buy them, and I select the signs that I can cut down, and I cut them signs down. They're all cut down.
1: They're glued to a piece of plyboard, and then they're folded around the plyboard. Oh, you know, all the way a, yeah. around the edges. Nice and solid. Uh, so you've got a nice, solid seat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. Well there's, 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 as. well, there's a bloody great tip, mate. Because, because I think a lot of people would kind of, when they think about doing that, they'd basically just go, OK, well, I'll get that, and I'll just stick it on top. You know, I might make a frame... But I'll stick it on top. But that thought of actually putting it on a ply makes a heck of a lot of sense because it does just give it that little bit more rigidity on the top, doesn't it?
0: Well, you use um, marine ply. Always use marine yeah. ply for the basis of the signs, yeah. And yep. so it's just like a four mil marine ply. There's a four So it's a four mil lid. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: And I think that's one of the reasons. Um, and it, works and good. It, it works good, you know. None of my necks touch the tops of the boxes. Yeah. They're always floating. Yeah, you know? they float straight through the box.
1: Yeah, yeah. When I I, I don't know. I've, I I do a bit of both. I do a bit of both, and I I I think because a lot of my instruments tend to be electrified. A lot of them are electric. They're not kind of done as as uh as, as an acoustic instrument as much. So it's, I, I'm kind yeah. of, I, I'm like, I've been building now for, the, I'm going on four years building these instruments as, as Cigar right. box guitars. And it's I'm, you know, it's, not, it's, I'm still undecided as to what I prefer. It's, <laughs> it's, that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> It's just me. <laughs> I don't
0: know, that's just the way I build it, you know. Around I, I the neck through. There's only two screws that the the box to yeah. the neck, and that's it. They don't come off, and it's, it's all
1: recessed into the recessed at either end, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, our last question, yeah, mate.
0: Yeah,
1: You're right, mate. Sorry, okay. it's sorry. We're it's it's that that issue with the with the um, with the messenger, and I again I apologise for that. Um, the very last question that I would have, I suppose, it's not a question, but it's its the last little bit of information there. What's Pat Proctor's secret weapon? What's your secret weapon, mate? Uh, I don't know,
0: my table saw. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do nothing without me table saw.
1: <laughs> there you go. So you what-
0: know, 80%, 80% of my work's done on the table saw. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you cut the wood into strips for the um, for laminating, usually doesn't need any sanding if you can set your table saw up dead straight. No yep. worries if it's all square. You just run the strip through and it's like a perfect cut.
1: What? What? what can I? <laughs> can I ask what brand of table saw you got?
0: I've got a Sherwood.
1: So that's a good from one. Timbercon. So it's a it's a good one. Yeah.
0: It's probably about sixteen
1: hundred dollars worth. Yeah, yeah, that's then. That's a good one. Yeah, I think the one I've got, I got a table saw. There was one hundred and fifty bucks from Bunnings. So <laughs> yeah. it tends not so to see.
0: Yeah, it's the first one. So say it again. Sorry, mate. Say it again. Actually, my first one was a circular saw mounted underneath the table. That was my first table saw. And then, then I got one from Masters. And yep. then I decided, all right, man, this is no good. I'm going to have to go out and, you know. So I went out and I bought this thing because it's got the slide in, you know. It's got the slides and everything, oh, you know. The whole lot. It's
1: like a portal. All the bells and whistles, mate. That's what you want, all the bells and whistles. <laughs> mate, thank you so... <laughs> Pat, thank you so much for your time today, mate. I've absolutely... It's been it's been a real oh. treat having a chat with you. And it's really nice to kind of to, to meet the man behind all of those... Um, those beautiful instruments that, that, that I've been able to see. I've had the dog down here now for the last forty minutes. So big thanks to big thanks to everyone for keeping the dog out of here. So anyway, this this has been Adam and Prince chatting to um Pat Proctor. <laughs> and
0: uh for the dog.
1: Yeah, mate, he's, he's been asked. I think it's it's uh, it's nearly five o'clock here at the moment, so we've only got about another twenty minutes, I think, worth of Worth a proper daylight before it starts getting a bit dark, but um, you've got a few hours still to go for your afternoon, so I'll I'll let you get back yeah, to it, mate. It's
0: about five o'clock, and I'm gonna watch the footy.
1: <laughs> well, good on you, mate. And again, thank you so much for uh, for for spending time with us today, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, yeah. Well, boys and girls, thank you very much for listening to the Cigar Box Guitar Builder podcast. Uh, again, I apologise for the sound problems today. Uh, I am endeavouring to uh, to solve that or fix fix that problem up, but I did have a problem with the uh, the computer today, unfortunately. Um, just remember, uh, boys and girls out there, there is a way that you can help if you choose to become a patron. You're very welcome to become a patron of the show. Look at Podbean. Uh, that's who we're through at the moment. Otherwise, if you don't want to do that, well, that's still fine. Keep listening. Send in your comments. Uh, let us know if there's anything that you need. Join the uh, the group. Uh, the cigar box guitar builder podcast um, and um, keep an eye out don't join the page please don't join the page I'm trying to get rid of the page at the Ooh. moment because I don't use it um, but anyway that's that's the shopkeeping for, for the day done again a big thanks to Pat Proctor for uh, for joining me today and uh, have a wonderful week keep building and catch you later bye sure.